Kristen, I saw your email today with that uh, private exclusive listing oh, yeah. you have. And uh, it looks looks super cool. I wanted to see if I could just walk it and yeah. uh, see it in person. So um, is it uh, Washington Square it's West? It's Washington Square West. Mm-hmm. It is. We can't give the address because it is a private exclusive. It's an office exclusive. Shh, so it's specific just to compass. <laughs> I know. It's specific just to compass right now. Um, reach out to us and we'll be happy to tell you. Yeah, well, before we get into talking about it, why don't we just kind of go over what a private exclusive yeah, is? Yeah, I'll let you do that part since I'll be doing most of the Okay. Yeah. So what a private exclusive listing is, it's basically one that's not on the open market. And a seller might decide not to put it out on the open market for a number of reasons. I'll give you a couple examples. One would be if a seller has some work to do on the property and... They want to kind of get a feel for what the market might bear for it. They might decide to kind of roll it out a little bit beforehand by giving one of us a, a private exclusive agreement where you're not accruing days on market, basically. Mm-hmm. So it's not it's not pushed out, you know, on Zillow and all the big websites. And the agent can take buyers by for private tours just to get an idea of what the buyer might think about it. And obviously they can accept an offer during that time as well, but it's just a way for a seller to test the market. If they were, let's just say they were doing some painting and some light repairs and, but they didn't want to wait. They just wanted to get an early feel. It's a, it's a good way to test the market. So that's one example. Yeah. For price. And then another example is for whatever reason, they just don't want a bunch of agents coming through with their buyers. It could be, it could be any number of reasons. I mean, it, they could be an elderly person that lives there, and they just don't want all the traffic coming through. Yeah. Or yeah. they can have something really, really unique that that particular agent needs to be there for and show all the time, and really explain to the buyer's agent and the buyers, you know, what they're dealing with and walk through with them. Mm-hmm. And then your listing. Why don't you tell them why it's uh, private? This one's private exclusive. Yeah, so this one's private exclusive for the reasons basically that you mentioned. We're testing; it's a really unique one, so there are no comps. There's nothing to really, to really, you know, comp this property and come up with a price. So we came up with a price based on essentially what they bought it for a few years back, plus what they've put into it, plus what they have plans to kind of do with it, and um, we just sort of looked at some others and price per square foot and we looked at a whole number of different things and came up with a price but it's a little arbitrary because there's nothing like this so this is a home i actually sold it to the particular the homeowner um a couple years back and when it hit the market it was one of those like it was on it was in philadelphia magazine it was in curbed it was in like every publication philadelphia inquire i think even picked it up and it was um such a unique property it is from um it was built in 1829 um used to have right in the middle of washington square west i can't give the address unfortunately but reach out to us and we'll give it to you um but it used to have like a little storefront, a little pharmacy in the front, and then um, the rest of the house, it actually covers two addresses. So it's the main street and then kind of the little 
street that's behind it. It's two had two addresses. Um, it is super unique. The house had been in disrepair for years, like probably decades. And so it was one of those homes in a really, really great neighborhood that everybody would walk by and like had a story about like, is it haunted? What's going on? What's happening? And when it hit a mar- hit the market a couple of years ago, it, it was like, it became famous basically it was like everywhere and it had i think my i think there were like 18 offers or something on it at that time my buyers happened to get it they won the the um the offer multiple offer um and they had every plan in the world to fix it up and renovate it and you know restore it to its original grandeur and uh live in it and um Honestly, it just became too overwhelming. It was it's it's historic, so it's historically certified. So that limits you a little bit on what you can do with the house when it's historically certified with the city, um, and it makes everything everything more expensive to do. Like the certain windows you have to have, the certain roof. There's so many different things you had to do. Um, but they had they had the very best intentions, and just it it just kind of became something that was like. You know, for a couple the last few years, I've been meeting with them like every six months or so to say like, do you think you want to sell it or do you think you're going to keep going on it? And finally, they were just like waving the white flag. Like, I think we just I think we bit off more than we can chew, which is really bittersweet and really sad. And and because the house had so much kind of like, I think, notoriety when it when it sold the last time around, they didn't want to put it on the open market right away. Um, we may get there if we don't get an offer in this private exclusive phase. But um, but for right now, I think they just kind of want to limit the number of showings, maybe a little bit, test the price since there are no comps and just kind of see what what they can get here. But it is very cool. Um, it has such a cool, cool history. Um, and it's it's truly a time capsule. I don't know if you look through the photos, Bill. It's like all the hardware is original. All of the light fixtures are original. There are gas lantern lights outside on the exterior of this property. It has a cobblestone like walkway. I mean, it's it's straight out of 1829. <laughs> it is really, really cool. No, it looked cool. And I immediately started thinking of who do I know that I could send this to yeah, that would renovate that. it. But I'm trying to do the calculations in my head and I want to walk it just to try to get an idea of what, to get a better idea of what I think it would cost to renovate something that big because I think it was close to like 4,000 square feet 3,500 4, it's about 3,500 like the that. city yeah, yeah the city if you look in public records I think it actually says like 2,400 square feet but it's not counting the other house that's behind it so it's like th- it's like 3,500 square feet altogether we had floor plans done on Wait, it you're saying and other house behind it is it it's two um, it's actually is it like two. an in-law suite Mm-mm. or something no they kind of went through um they went street to street, the, so it was two houses, and they, they basically it's just on broke a corner. Through? Okay. It's on a corner, and you can, yeah, you can basically access it from the the kind of bigger street, the main street, which had the storefront. So that looks from the front, it looks like a storefront with like um, really pretty like glass, leaded glass windows around the front. But if you enter from the side, there are like five ways to enter this property. If you enter from the side, which is the little side street, um, you kind of end up in the kitchen. So there's kind of like two different 
there's a couple different ways to enter the pro- it's it's really really unique so it's it's two houses essentially that are one but they were like two trinities so it's not like they're two giant houses it was basically like two trinities that were made into kind of one house okay so was it were they both functioning was one functioning as a house and the other one was functioning as a storefront I think it was house. always together. I think they were always together, but I think the front room downstairs, you know, like a lot of little, there's a lot of places yeah. like that throughout like a the city. little boutique and, or something. Yeah, it was like a little yeah. pharmacy in the front room. It's like when you go in, there's like two steps down and it's like a pharmacy uh, yeah, in the front room or it was. And then the rest of the house is, is it just a house. But it has um, with the potential of having six bedrooms and two and a half baths currently um and then the fourth floor is just a big huge open space so you could chop that up and make it into more rooms if you wanted you know something like that but yeah it's it's interesting it's it's a i feel like i feel like the best use will be for an end user just because i think it's going to take someone to really want that historic kind of a home and they want to really put the time and the effort into like really preserving it and really making it um, period, you know, um, I would be scared if a flipper got their hands on it and tried to like, you know, <laughs> well, it's <laughs> it not, it's be- not really in flip condition. I mean, Mm-mm. you, this is a renovation. You're down to the brick on the inside. Yeah. yeah. So it's not like you could just like throw some paint on it, you no. know, so no, 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 whoever's no. doing it, it's essentially is basically shell. right. They're yeah. basically renovating the whole, the whole property and hopefully keeping some of the original woodwork and original, if there's any original tile, stuff like that. Yeah. But, um, do you see the property like still using that storefront or do you, what do you do no. with that? You think? No, I think that no. would be like your living room, family room kind of room. Um, I think what I, how I would live in it, I would enter from the side, um, on the side street and then, that would, you know, you'd kind of walk in on the side. There's like a big marble fireplace in front of you. There's a sort of a dining room, kitchen off to your left. And then the storefront would be to your right. And that would be like, I would make that like the living room. So I would kind of enter from the side so that it feels not like a long bowling alley kind of, you know, row right. home. It would feel wide. And then the stairs are right in front of you when you would come in on the side. The stairs would be right in front of you. That's how I would kind of configure it. Okay, so somebody that's looking for historic and wants to put their own kind of finishing touches. Well, yeah. it needs more than finishing touches, but it needs a lot more when you get to touches. the finishing touches, <laughs> put your own stamp on it, try to keep it. I've seen some some, you know, end users do some really cool stuff with tile. I mean, really, you know, yeah. to make it feel filly and stuff like that. Like uh there's this one house on the 1700 block of Addison, it's actually a friend of Sheena's. And uh, she sold her house, and like in the vestibule, when you first walk in, the 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 little subway tile, you know, mm-hmm. the little it was like there was the Liberty Bell was in there, oh like in, neat, in like navy, yeah, so many cool little things like that. Oh, I um, love that. that. Somebody can really, really do. But those historic properties, I mean, the hard parts, like well, there's the exteriors where the historic district gets on you like yeah. you can't mess with the exterior and like the exterior saying, the actually is where like they've that. spent the money so the exterior is in pretty okay. good shape there's not much you have yeah. to do so there. in inside you could do what you want mm-hmm. and then if the if the exterior if the rear exterior 
is not facing a main street, you could do some different stuff to it. But yeah. if that, if the rear, if the rear of the home is facing, you know, an actual street, then instead of like an alley or a driveway, then they, then they're they have to do the same thing with the windows there. But if it's already done, I mean, that's yeah, that's, that's the part they that's actually good. did because not dealing with the historic, not mm-hmm. not dealing with the historic districts, good. You yeah, because that can't hold you up. Like definitely, that's, that's and for this house, that's, because that's it's tricky. a corner, you are you do have two big, you know, sides of the house that face the street that you would have to contend with with the historic district. It's not just like the front of a house. You have the whole side, which if you look at the second picture in the photos, it's like a huge, huge because that's like the two houses together. So it's really big. Yeah. Um, the uh, yeah, they pretty much because. The first thing they did was they had to make it so that, you know, vermin and rain and everything else was not getting into it. So they had to kind of shore it up. So the exterior is actually in really good shape. They put new windows in and that kind of thing. But the interior is what they kind of didn't get to. But we do have plans. We have actually two different sets of plans from two different architects, which we can share. Um, and yeah, I mean, it's it's definitely... It's a once in a lifetime type of a property for someone. So I wonder it's what cool. if we I'm did excited. something like this? What if we did something like gave a tour? <laughs> I swear to God. Like what I know that's that's what we do and that's obvious, right? What if we just said what if we just want to because we can't talk about it. What if anybody that's listening that wants to do a tour? Mhm. We just give them a tour. Maybe if they're not yeah. even real buyers like let's go take a look. We'll oh, do, totally. we'll do a walk through. Totally. It's if almost you're interested, like a, let us know. Yeah. 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 You know what? If you listen this far, you know, you're 14 <laughs> minutes in and you're listening to two jabronis talk about a house that we can't give you the address or pictures or anything <laughs> and you want to go look at it, we're going to take you to go look at it because we could do it. We could show it to you in person. Yep. We can't. It's just legally because it's a private exclusive. We're limited on. How many? How much details you? You can't make a private listing and then blast it all over. Right, right. So right, we're right. talking generally no about sign. about we can't the property. Put a sign outside. Yeah, no sign yeah. out front. Mm-hmm. So um, they because they want to discourage you from making from having privates. Not not, yeah. not our company, but like just the real estate industry in general. Yeah. Um, and it's not like we even push them, but it's just like sometimes sellers they don't want it blasted. Well, right, that's right the now. that's the case you with know? these folks, especially yeah. when you're dealing with this property that was in the news mm-hmm. a few years ago, and you know maybe right back in like they're maybe they're not ready for all that. They're um, not. That's excitement. exactly it. And what you were talking about in the beginning, and why some people decide not to go through with these projects, is because sometimes they don't. People don't. I'm not saying it's them, but people don't realize how much work is involved. I mean, I had a. Yeah. Uh, uh, a guy who was a builder, but did mostly, you know, 1,500 square feet renovations, 1,000 square feet renovations. And then we wind up, um, well, he wind up buying something that was 5,000 square feet in the same mm. neighborhood. And it's like, it's five times the amount of materials. Yeah. And he knew that going in. I mean, he knew that, but it's, you know, it's just, it could be overwhelming, especially if it's your yeah. first time taking on a project that big. It's just, not, it's not for everybody. And I would say it took my client from the time he purchased it to the time he actually sold it was, I think it was over two years. It's a long time, you know? So if it's not something that you do regularly, mm-hmm. it could be like, it could really, yeah. you know, it just might be too much, you know? 
It is. Yeah, it is. And she, the, um, he's now married and his, um, wife has a house that I sold to her in South Philly, a really great house. And they've been really comfortable there and they've been loving it. And they're kind of like, I, I just don't know. I don't know that it's worth, you know, doing this. So that's where they are right now. And we'll see what happens, but it's a really, really neat one. And I'm really proud to represent it. And, um, yeah, I'm excited about it. I think the photos are so awesome. I had the photographer go out and he was like, oh, here's a funny thing. So, you know, Tom, my photographer, Tom, that I use all the yeah. time. Shout out to Tom Duncan. He's amazing. Um, so he went out to shoot it and I was like, I wrote when I scheduled the photos, I was like, just call me because I want to talk about this one before you, you know, go out there and think it's just a regular property. And when he called me, I was like, look, I don't want you taking like typical real estate shots from the corner of the room like let's make this cinematic let's make this cool let's make it moody like have shadows it's a it's a it's a interesting house so he was loving it he thought it was so great and I was like you know just do the Matterport tour as well because I feel like when people are looking at the photos they're not going to get the configuration of the house so the Matterport tour for anybody listening is like a 3d tour where you can walk yourself through it so he did the Matterport tour he sent it to me and he goes oh wait before you post the Matterport tour I have to adjust it I just noticed and he sent me a, a thing that was like himself in one of the windows like his reflection you know, from the tour, from yeah, the camera. Sure. And yeah. he was like, oh God, I got to blur myself out of this. And I was like, no, leave it in. Cause it looks like, <laughs> cause it looks like it's haunted. Like I mean, it ghost. looks like a haunted house <laughs> and he looks, it's like him. If you look really carefully, he's, it's like his reflection in the, funny. in the window. I was like, leave it in. But, um, yeah. But anyway. So the difference between the difference between like a Matterport tour and a regular, just video tour, regular video is just a video camera going through the house and you just watch it just like a little movie. Well, the 3D um, Matterport tour is you actually control it with your mouse and you can yeah. click on where you want to go, what rooms you want to do. You want to look up, look down, you want to turn around. You can, it's all controlled by you. So if you want to get an idea what that looks like, just go on YouTube and type in Matterport video and you'll see like examples. It's really cool. Yeah. But it's a good way to be able to just walk through the property. and Some people call it a dollhouse room. tour because it looks well, like there's a, the doll it first house, comes out like with the different floors. You can go to the dollhouse view where yeah. it zooms out and it shows you all the house in a 3D, yeah. you know, like almost hologram looking thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But um, no, seriously, if anybody's listening right now, still 19 minutes in. <laughs> And you want to go to this property? <laughs> I swear, I'll take you. Like, Kristen's going away next week. I will yeah. go. I'll show you around. If Kristen's in the area, she'll come. Yeah. And we'll walk it. And then you can buy me a beer. There's going to yeah. be a lot of restaurants around. A lot of restaurants <laughs> around. Good, beer. good restaurants around. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Well, this is a first. to Talk about a property. We can't give the address. I know. You know, so in the show notes, there'll be a link. I'll, I'll just, just type it in the questionnaire form. Write in the questionnaire form or email the show. It's uh, Home Collective. It's a, uh, what is it? What's our email address? Home Collective Home Collective HH. HH? At Gmail? Yeah. I right, think that's what you did. Home yeah. Collective HH at gmail .com. or just go into show notes, click the feedback or DM the us questionnaire on Instagram. form. Mm -hmm. We're around. You can yeah. find us. You can find. We're us. not hard to find. <laughs> All right. Well, Kristen, right. this this uh, coffee break's been a lot of fun, but we got to get back to work. We do. And you mentioned you mentioned that I'm actually going to be away next week. I have a real estate conference in Denver, but um, you'll be back hopefully with. Uh, 
with some with a fun episode without me. Which I'll be looking yeah, I got forward a PS to client. To. I got a PS client buddy. Um, I don't want to give it away. He's going to come on and tell a little story of a, of a trip he recently took. It's going to be fun. But uh, there's a little teaser for the two yeah, people that I are still listening at 20 minutes. In. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Kristen. I will uh, have fun next week. I'll see you the week after that. So I'll see you in happy hour in two weeks. I will see you in happy hour in two weeks. See ya. Bye. Bye.